On today's episode of Red Rank Podcast, we're going to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It had a technical test last weekend. I played it for about 20 hours. I've got a lot of things to say, so let's get into it. Welcome back, Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, it is now June 1st, 2023, so happy pride to all my uh, all my rainbow army out there. For anybody unaware, uh, I came out as bisexual back in 2021. I believe it was 2021, during Pride Month. I actually posted a tweet about it. And um, <clears throat> attach a video to it. So if you're if you want to check it out on Twitter, I'd really appreciate that. So today we're here to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which had a technical test last weekend, and it was surprisingly polished for a technical test. Uh, the tech test was a, a scaled down version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There were a lot of features missing from this version of the game. You couldn't group up with friends. Uh, you couldn't choose which character to play on either side. They also mentioned in their frequently asked questions or like their information page that meta game was disabled. I'm not sure what's meant by that. I'm just kind of wondering if maybe that's perks because there there is a progression system for the game where you'll be able to put points into victims, aka survivors, and family members aka killers <laughs> so yeah I, i'm thinking maybe metagame disabled maybe that's just perks and progression system uh, but yeah there were no perks uh no progression nothing you just play games and you could stick around and watch the rest of the trial or you just move on to the next one and it, it was super super fun i'll be curious to see how things change once we get access to uh, progression and perks so this was straight from their frequently asked questions. Uh, the purpose of the tech test is to see how the game handles the player base, the servers, the gameplay, and the ins and outs of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This will not only be for players, but will also be for us to see what works and what may possibly need improvement before the release date of Friday, August 18, 2023. And I got this question a lot uh, while I was doing the uh, playtest. Which platforms is it going to be on? And I believe it's PlayStation 4 and 5, as well as Xbox Series S and X, uh, as well as on the computer with us through Steam. Also note that it will be a part of Xbox Game Pass on the day of release on August 18. So if you have Xbox Game Pass, that's one hell of a deal. So I just wanted to talk about the things that I loved about the playtest. Um... Playing on both sides was really fun. Even if I died super early into the round, it was really fun. That meant you got killed by Leatherface because he spawns in the basement with the, with the victims. <coughs> so yeah, even if I died super early, I had a lot of fun. As I played the game, I realized that every item has uh, a lot of uses. Under certain circumstances, like the, the bone tool, some people might be underwhelmed by the bone tool. But you can use it to stab a fam family member in the back, including Grandpa, who's on the uh, main floor of the house or of Slaughterhouse. Uh, yeah, Grandpa is uh, 
character who is essentially an NPC that helps the family members. They have to feed him blood, and every couple of minutes or whatever, he screams, he goes, <laughs> And if victims are moving while he screams, family members will see the aura of the victims, so it gives them information on where they are. But if they hold still, they won't see anything. So yeah, you could use the bone tool to stab family members in the back, and it stuns them, and they can't do anything. You could actually stun lock people that way. I saw some really funny clips with that. Like I said, you could stab grandpa. Uh, you could use it to escape a chase. I was trying to, um, while I was learning the game, I thought everybody could hit, like, shoulder check the family members, but you couldn't. That was only Leland. So I think I was using the other male character, Sonny, and I went to go what I thought was shoulder check, but I had a bone tool in my hand. And what that did is it put me in this situation where I had to press the F key, like Frank, the F key um, as fast as I could. It was like a who could press this button the most and the fastest and whoever wins, wins that little showdown and if you're the victim and you win you stab the uh family member you run away or if you're the family member i believe you do a lot of damage uh to that victim yeah that and that's just the bone tool like the oh also the bone tool you can use to disarm hitchhiker traps he has these bone traps which he sets all over the map he has three of them usually placed in front of a generator fuse box exit gate stuff like that um you could also remove noisemakers with the bone tool. I, I didn't find those noisemakers to be particularly helpful. Um, another thing I really enjoyed about the game is that it's very cinematic. You know, you're getting chased, family members swarming around you, like jumping out, and you can actually jump out of it out of a window, like in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Smashes the glass. Uh, you lose like half your health, and then you get up and you. Run whichever direction you can to improve your chances of escaping. And that was actually a really viable play strategy for for victims uh, during this playtest. And I suspect that when the game goes live, the more experienced players will have a very big upper hand uh, on the people that are just learning the game. And that's that's kind of like a growing pain of playing the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's a lot to playing... Uh, family members which are the killers um each family member has to do specific things at the start of each trial so the hitchhiker for example hitchhiker has the most stamina out of the family members uh, and is the most mobile can crawl through these little crawl spaces can crawl through cracks in the wall um yeah hitchhiker has to turn on the generator which powers up for the uh, the family house, it powers up the uh, electrical fence uh, at the front exit. And then Hitchhiker has to go turn on the car battery on the, the rear exit. So there's like this gate where victims can unlock it and then run out the gate and they've escaped the trial. There is a car battery that's uh, attached to the floor, but uh, just past the gate, which makes it electrical. And if it's on... The victims can't escape there until they've disabled that car battery. So, And that's just Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker alone. Hitchhiker has to go turn on generator, then turn on the car battery, and run into the house, collect blood, feed it to Grandpa, 
And uh, by then, usually uh, victims, very uh, capable victims, will already be escaping out of the basement and just causing havoc on the main floor of the house or in the upper floor, uh, stuff like that. Um, at the start of the trial, the cook, who is an older uh, family member, he runs around like he has a stick caught in his butt cheeks or something. Uh, he has very low stamina, very low speed, so he's not very good in chase. Uh, he does not have the same mobility as Hitchhiker. He can't crawl through those little holes um, in the wall, can't crawl through crawl spaces. He just runs and gets really annoyed and makes angry older man noises. Um, but he has a really cool power. He can listen. Um, he can use his ears. And if any victims are nearby, he can kind of, he's almost like a bat. Like he, he can see where they are. He'll see their aura. They get a notification <laughs> that the cook heard you. And you can see their aura. And if you're on voice comms, you can call it. You can be like, hey, there's one person upstairs, one person, uh, the rear exit, stuff like that. You know, it's it, it, it it's really cool. Um, and then Leatherface, he just runs around with a chainsaw. And at the start of the trial, he has to try to put as much pressure as he can and protect those uh, basement exit doors, which is really hard to do. But yeah, he just basically runs around at the beginning of the trial causing havoc. And if you can get an early kill, that's a good thing for the family members. So yeah, the, I found that uh, family members have their strengths and weaknesses. Leatherface is really powerful and can punish a victim if they're out of position. That's basically his strength. So if the victim is nowhere near like a crack in the wall they can crawl through or close to a door they can open and close behind them. Um, he can, he can like two shot people pretty quickly, but the thing is like there are iframes in the game so that let's say Leatherface is chasing a victim and they start crawling through a crack in the wall. The moment they start the animation of going through the wall, they're, they're invincible. They're invulnerable. They have iframes. So even though you're swinging your chainsaw at them while they're moving through the crack in the wall, it, it doesn't do any damage to them. Uh, Hitchhiker, as I mentioned, is very mobile. It can crawl through cracks and small holes in the wall to continue chases. He applies a lot of pressure. And the cook, while very slow, if he can cut off uh, a victim while they're in the middle of a chase with, uh, say, Leatherface or the Hitchhiker, uh, his attacks are very strong and... Um, of course, he provides very good information with his power. If you can get the auras of people and call them out to your teammates, he can be he can be really strong. Now, the victims are all fun to play with, uh, unless you get Sunny. <laughs> Sunny is practically useless. Connie can open doors really fast with her power and her passive. She also opens doors really quickly. Leland is strong and he can knock over family members with his shoulder check. And it creates some really funny moments when you're... <laughs> like let's say you're on comms with somebody and they're like i'm running towards the front but like cook's gonna kill me or like hitchhiker's gonna kill me if you're nearby with leland you can go shoulder check them it knocks them to the ground and that person can escape no problem so leland creates some really fun and, and great moments anna is very tanky she can take a lot of damage her power you just right click it and uh for a short period of time 
when she gets hit with a knife or a chainsaw, she doesn't take as much damage as the rest of the victims. So she she's very tanky and is if you want to run uh, around the house and basically be in chase, you probably want to use Anna or Leland because Anna again is very tanky, can take a lot of damage, and Leland can protect himself pretty well. <coughs> uh, I would say voice comms are a lot of fun. Uh, it's more useful on family side. So, like I said, if you have a cook who is not on voice comms, that can really hurt the team because he can't call out where where victims are. Um, I would say that communication in this game is vital if you're playing family. Not as much for victim. Like victim, it does help to be like, okay, I've opened the 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 side exit door and the the gates out unlocked as well. Like that's good information to pass along to your fellow victims. But you could actually play victim with no comms and in solo queue, and I think you could still do really well. And yeah, solo queue for victim, uh, super fun and very viable. Uh, I did not get to group group up with anybody. There were some people who were like queuing up at the same time while on a Discord call so they could play in trials together. But uh, I didn't have any friends like that on. So I, I played mostly solo queue and I had a really good time. Uh, there are four different ways to escape every trial. So for the family house, you could run out the front door and the, the front, uh, you run down this long road, then you can exit that way. Uh, there's a pressure release gate. So you have to find like this, uh, what's the word? It's what you would crank open. It's like a wheel kind of thing. Wheel tool, we'll call it. Um, you have to find that somewhere on the map. Uh, there's some RNG involved. And then you take it to the pressure release uh, location. And then uh, you open it, and there's a gate that will open, uh, so you can just run straight out. Now, family members do get notification that the pressure release gate is about to open. So what they'll typically do is the family members will all go wait in front of the door. They'll set traps. And, of course, Leatherface deals a lot of damage out in the open. Um, So it can be a challenging escape if the family members are all communicating really well. Um, yeah, and I mentioned the electrical fence in the back back of the uh, family house. Uh, that's one way to exit. And there's a basement escape as well. So I mentioned a fuse box. Uh, in the family house, there is a, a fuse box. You can you have to open it and then put the fuse in there. And through that, you open the... And through that, you open the basement exit. It's a door that just opens in the basement. You have to run all the way down to the basement and then leave. Uh, it's probably one of the easiest ways to escape because most people don't know where that door is. <laughs> it took me a few tries to find it myself. Um, but yeah, just uh, getting to the gist of the game, victims spawn into the map. Uh, they have numerous tasks they have to complete. Uh, and once they complete these tasks, it makes it a little bit easier to escape. So first thing is to escape the basement, which is where you start. You have to lockpick these doors to get out. And there are multiple ways to get out. I think there's like three or four different doors and ladders and stuff like that. So you can escape that one. Now, once you escape the basement, let's say you're playing on Family House. Then you have the main floor, which leads to many different ways to leave. And there's the upper floor, which has really good loot. 
And yeah, the the killers spawn in different areas of the map. So the start of the trial, uh, Leatherface spawns in the basement. Cook and Hitchhiker spawn on the main floor. But once the victims leave the basement, that's when all hell breaks loose and it gets pretty it gets pretty pretty hectic out there real fast. Uh, other impressions, I would just say that it's a fun game. Like a lot of people were desperate to compare it to Dead by Daylight, but I would say it's more comparable to Friday the 13th. Cuz to escape Friday the 13th trial when you're the uh campers or whatever the, the survivors um You'd have to do stuff like if you wanted to escape with the car, you'd have to find the keys. Uh, I believe you had to fuel up the car. There's a car battery uh, and then you could leave. But all of these items would be scattered throughout the map. Um, and it's kind of like that for uh, victims in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The fuse box, for example, it could spawn on the, the main floor uh, or the upper floor of Family House. So you'd have to grab the fuse, and then find the fuse box. And once you uh, turn on the fuse box, then the basement exit opens. And that's just one way to get out. Um, and I think that's what really makes this game so much fun. Now, I forgot to mention that Cook has padlocks, which he can add to, I think, three different doors or gates. So depending on where the cook places those padlocks, that, that determines like the tempo of the game. If he doesn't get them on uh, doors, that makes it so much easier for victims to leave, especially within li literally like within 90 seconds of the start of the trial. Um, other thing I forgot to mention with each family member, um, Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker is fast and mobile, but doesn't really deal much damage. Cook does a fair amount of damage, but can't chase people for long. So you run up to somebody and you can get maybe one, maybe two shots in. And then he's tired and has to rest before he can run again. <laughs> and Leatherface is great, uh, but because he's running around with a chainsaw, hearing is really difficult. You have no way of det detecting people where they're at. So you just have to basically pressure various areas of the map and if you kind of get an idea of where they're trying to escape you can run to that location uh <coughs> leatherface actually has really good stamina and can run really fast for like long periods of time he can also rev up his chainsaw to make his attacks be stronger um that's always really fun uh but yeah killers spawn on all areas of the map to start leatherface always in the basement with victims I can't really think of anything else I need to add that, that there are probably other things <laughs> to this game that I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, I would like to do at least another podcast on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Maybe bring somebody in, a fellow content creator, to talk about their experience. Uh, but overall, this game is so much fun. It, it, it's so much fun. And I'm, I'm actually like honestly really sad that I can't play it right now. I don't want to wait until August 18. <laughs> it was just so much fun. You know, if you, I, I think what it was is when you get killed in the game or if you kill somebody in the game, it really feels satisfying because there, you had to outplay them in a certain way. Now I really don't like doing this, but Hey, this is a dead by daylight podcast. I'm a dead by daylight content creator, but if a killer wants to kill you, in Dead by Daylight, it doesn't require a lot of skill, especially uh, depending on the killer they choose. 
if you're the unlucky Joe who gets discovered in the trial first and you get put on the hook, a lot of killers these days are just kind of proxying hooks or just straight up camping them. And uh, because the survivors are not on voice comms or solo queue players, they don't know who's going for the hook save or not. And um, you get this situation where two or three people will arrive at the hook while the killer's there. And the killer has no reason to leave. Somebody just has to trade at that point. But when a killer eliminates you in Dead by Daylight, most of the time it doesn't feel like earned. It's just, okay, well, you hooked me in the corner of the map. There was one unsafe pallet that my teammate used when they failed to unhook me. So not only do I have no resources to work with, I'm in a corner of the map. It's going to be hard for me just to even get to safety because... You're playing one of the most mobile killers in the game, but you're proxying anyway, you know? But in this one, you know, if you get killed, you're, you're treated to like an animation when the, when you get killed. Um, when you're running away from family members, it, it feels like you're in a movie. And I would say that uh, the team that put together this game did a fantastic job of capturing the essence and spirit of the t- what it would be like to be in the movie The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> so... Yeah, the, I just can't get over how much fun I had playing this game. Uh, I really, really hope that Gun will have either another closed beta or open beta. I'm guessing they'll probably want to do stress tests to get like PlayStation and Xbox players playing at the same time as PC players. And I'd love to get more sneak preview of what to expect for perks and their progression system. There's a lot to chew on there's a lot to love out of this game and not only was it fun to play it was super fun to watch as well i watched a number of people streaming the texas chainsaw massacre it was so much fun watching them run around (laughs) and so yeah i'm sad i'm sad i'm sad i'm sad but life goes on hopefully another beta soon one day i think that's where we'll leave it off for there for today uh just a friendly reminder you can find me on all plaid podcast platforms spotify apple podcasts tune in radio uh anywhere you can download a podcast and if it's an option for you on the app you use please rate the podcast um hit that share button as well post it on your socials and please follow me on twitter uh follow the crow show and red ring podcast i'll leave links in the show notes i'm trying to grow through twitter as well It's, it's been going really well Things have been good, Uh, but I want to continue that growth and continue bringing you some content. And I, uh, I don't know if you listened to the interview with that one guy, D I posted that earlier this week. Um, I do have more interviews on the way. I did interview somebody else, but a technical issue happened and the recording was unusable, very upsetting, but the person was a really good sport. We'll just have to do it again. <laughs> so it's really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank you if you've listened all the way through. Thank you very much. And I hope to catch you in the next one.